How's it going, guys? We have a medium difficulty question for renal for step one slash pathology. Nine-year-old boy, he has a two-day history of periorbital edema. Electron microscopy A here shows a normal glomerular based membrane. Electron microscopy B shows effacement of the podocytic processes. Okay, effacement of the podocytes, classic for minimal change disease, aka lipoid nephrosis, which is going to be the most common cause of nephrotic syndrome in peds. Okay, so they don't have to say that there is a preceding viral infection that makes it easy. If you just have a kid who rocks up and he's got ascites, parabital edema, pedal edema, and no other information given, just assume it's minimal change disease, but I showed you the effacement here. Even if, even if you don't know what you're looking at, okay? If you thought initially, maybe this is minimal change disease, and I know that light microscopy is normal, that's why it's called minimal change disease, then on EM, we see effacement of the processes, you could probably conjecture that that's what we're looking at here. That's what appears different, is we have a flattening, whereas in choice A, we have what appears to be more pedunculated type appearance of the GBM. So question one, so which the following pathology is most similar to the patients? Let's just whip through the answers. Choice A, I'm not showing you purple or wrong fucking answer. It's going to be high yield diagnosis for two CKPs non-existent on step one. It's going to be a tetrad of palpable purpura, classically on the buttocks thighs. Number two, IJ nephropathy, which is red urine type of nephritic syndrome. Number three, arthralgias. Number four, abdominal pain. You need not have all four. Okay, so the red urine component, we have nephrotic syndrome for mineral change disease. We don't have red urine. Mineral change disease is, is a nephrotic syndrome, not a nephritic syndrome. Wrong fucking answer. Choice B, IJ nephropathy, wrong fucking answer. Same thing as HSP. So IJ nephropathy, HSP, they're on the same spectrum. So IJ nephropathy is class on its own, is classically when we have a viral infection. It can be upper respiratory or it can be GI, which can cause confusion for some students who think that they're uh, that they have an HUS, hemolytic remix syndrome vignette, when it's not, because of course that's, that's E. coli, uh, EHEC 157H7 or scale. But if you have a viral gastroenteritis, e.g. Norwalk virus, rotavirus, or you've got upper respiratory tract viral infection, and then one to three days later, red urine, that's IJ nephropathy. And sometimes you can get the palpable purpura with it too, arthralgias, abdominal pain, that's when you'd have HSP. Wrong fucking answer. Choice C, membranal proliferative glandarthritis, wrong fucking answer. It's a nephritic syndrome, okay? Some students get hyperpedantic, say, can it be nephrotic sometimes? Sometimes it's fucking wrong, okay? It's nephritic. So this is going to be on USMLE, hepatitis C or malignancy plus red urine. It's that simple. You don't have to worry about uh, nitpicky stuff like dense deposits or duplication of the base membrane. It's low yield for USMLA. But the point is you're going to see red urine in membrane proliferative glandarthritis. 2CK, you can get a big 15-line paragraph, and they'll tell you hepatitis C, and there's red urine. And then the answer is just renal biopsy is the next best step. Okay, so it's going to guide our management as far as what we're going to do next. Wrong fucking answer. Choice D, PSGN, wrong fucking answer. Okay, so PSGN, it's a nephritic syndrome. So you're going to have... Strep pharyngitis, strep pyogenes, group A strep. It can be cutaneous as well. You can have impetigo, erysipelas, cellulitis. And then one to three weeks later, not days, one to three weeks later, you get red urine. Okay? That's a past level point, although tangential to this question, is that kid gets a sore throat, red urine one to three days later, IJ nephropathy, it's a viral infection, and then you just got IJ deposition of the PSGN, sore throat, 
red urine one to three weeks later, holy shit, that's going to be immune complex deposition type therapy sensitivity. And don't confuse this with rheumatic heart disease type two hypersensitivity, where you have uh, antibodies developed against the M protein of streptogenes that cross-reacted mitral valve. Wrong fucking answer. Choice Z renal amyloidosis, correct answer. It's the only nephrotic syndrome listed here. So minimal change disease, as I just harped on a moment ago, most common nephrotic syndrome in pediatrics, you're going to treat with steroids, and then renal amyloidosis. Okay, so this is classically, I would say, it's not an ultra high yield diagnosis, but I've made clips inculcating this that I would say four out of five questions will be multiple myeloma. Okay, I believe there was like a rheumatoid arthritis question once somewhere, but it wasn't even necessary to answer the question. It was more just a convenient, oh, they mentioned it there, but multimyeloma. Okay, and I made lots of clips on this that you're going to have plasma cells producing immunoglobulin light chains, kappa lambda. Immunoglobulins are proteins. Proteins depositing where they shouldn't be depositing is called amyloidosis. They can deposit in the heart, cause diastolic dysfunction, S4 heart sound. Okay, so that's cardiac amyloidosis. It can, they can deposit in the kidney, cause renal amyloidosis, nephrotic syndrome, show up in the urine, Ben's chose proteinuria. Okay, so apple green biofringence with Congo red stain, so exceedingly high yield from multiloma, nephrotic syndrome. Okay, so diabetic glomerulosclerosis, important nephrotic syndrome, uh, as well as membranous, membranous glomerulonephropathy, important nephrotic syndrome. Okay, so uh, different uh, considerations for USMLE. You know the deal. I'm going to make more content. I feel like my stuff. Subscribe my channel. I appreciate your time. That's it.